0: Welcome back to the Energetics of Everything, your favorite place to learn about all things wealth, health, and personal development from an energetic perspective. If you are someone who is in pursuit of both being the best version of yourself and creating a wildly impactful life, then this is the place for you. Throughout this podcast, you will learn how to use my hindsight as your foresight, as you identify your purpose, optimize your behavior patterns, and create a ripple effect of positive change that your soul knows you're capable of. My name is Eden Carpenter, and I am so excited to be a part of your personal growth today. Let's dive in. Hi everyone and welcome back to the energetics of everything. Today we have a fun episode where I'm going to be sharing with you some of the behind the scenes of this pivot in direction. Just what I'm looking at, the information that I'm playing with and just some sneak peeks as to what you can expect coming up. So I am always in the process of perfecting and refining and improving my business, my client experience. I want to be better and better and better. I have to find ego. I'm always going to be on this journey of perfection and I take it seriously. I take my experiments seriously. I learn a lot, I grow a lot, I make a lot of changes. And I'm not afraid of bold action as we have seen. So in the process of making changes in order to elevate my impact and really just refine my whole process, my business has felt a little bit messy. I feel like there's people coming in looking for more information about specific things in one direction, and then other people are coming from a different direction. And it just felt like there's a lot of energy leaks. Like people are coming in and then I don't really have a specific place to send them along the process of creating lots and lots of digital courses over the last couple of years. There's been additional questions and there's been areas where I have realized like, oh, wow, I missed something in that program because 10% of the people who went through it reached out to me and asked this specific question. So there's room for improvement and I just feel like it would feel easier to just rebuild things with the corrections embedded than trying to go back and, Fix it in a different way. I'm making some corrections and making some elevations. I've been studying my gene keys again. Whenever I am ready for a shift like this, I usually find myself coming back to my gene keys. I love studying my gene keys. I usually reread the chapters and then I might listen to the 64. not the 64 ways with Richard Rudd, is it? Is that what it's called? Whatever the other interpretations of the Gene Keys are with Richard Rudd, those are really good as well. And I just like sit with it, right? I contemplate it. I take some notes. And so I was sitting with gate 62. Gate 62 is my vocation. I'm understanding it a little bit differently now. And I'm actually seeing how there may have actually been some of the shadow in the digital course creation process that I was in. So let me just tell you about gate 62 and then I'll tell you about all of the ways that I'm seeing it apply and show up in my experience. We'll do it that way. Gate 62 is this language of light. We have the shadow of intellect and then it moves into this gift of precision, And then the highest frequency is impeccability. So a shadow of intellect. Intellect is I'm smart. I know all of the facts. I know more than you. We have the gift of precision, which is just beautiful, right? Precision, it's like clean intelligence. It's not just I know everything. It is I know so much that I know exactly what to give you. I know exactly what to share with you. I know exactly what to apply It's not messy. There's not a lot of additional extra details that are confusing or unnecessary. That to me is precision. And then the highest frequency, that city of impeccability. That's just like perfection, right? It's impeccable. That's my vocation. That is my work. You'll probably notice that there's a theme of turning things that are really intelligent, things that are lots of information into things that are hopefully precise and impeccable resources. My goal is not necessarily to create more information, share more information, but I want to be more precise with the resources that I create. I'm being very intentional around seeing resources that I create. So let me explain what I mean by that. I've created a lot of digital courses, a lot of digital courses. SSCC alone has like 400 plus trainings and there's retired ones. There's so much information that I have shared with people and it's not precise. It's intellect. It's smart. There's a lot of facts, there's a lot of details, but it's not precise. You come to my page and it's overwhelming. You go through all of my programs and there's tons and tons and tons and tons of information available to you. I created all of this information, like two reasons. One, I wanted to be thorough. I wanted to be thorough and I appreciate my thoroughness. That level of depth was part of the value behind the information that I was sharing. I was going into detail. I was going into depth. I was explaining everything that I knew about the things I was being open and honest and transparent. And I wasn't gatekeeping information. That part of my journey, the part of my journey where I was a human design teacher was really valuable in helping to spread this information. It was helping to make human design information more easily accessible. I have had a big impact in that way. Personally, created a lot of content. And through my work, I have inspired tens of thousands of people. And I have actually certified and taught hundreds of people how to use human design in their lives, in their businesses, with their clients, with their families, with their friends, I've had a major impact on making this information more readily available. And in that process, with this ripple effect that I feel a sense of personal responsibility for, since I initiated a lot of it, I contributed to this the building of this body of work, I am a part of this. So obviously I take it seriously. It means something. My name is on it, right? My name is attached to human design in a lot of ways. And so I take responsibility for how the community evolves And I see a gap that's missing and I feel like I am the perfect person to step into and fill this role. So I found human design and it gave me a lot of permission slips. I did a whole bunch of inner work and deconditioning. I learned how to navigate the situations that were in front of me. I'd had some entrepreneurial experience before I found human design and I was just, Continuing to be on this personal development journey, I was healing a lot of things around money, my relationship to money. It was through my embodiment of my design that I made smart decisions that led to a successful business, okay? I was able to use that gift of precision. I was able to use intelligence Because I was embodying my design, I wasn't trying to overthink it or over-strategize it. Intelligence is of the mind. I don't think I've gone through that yet. To avoid confusion, to be more precise, I will say intelligence versus intuition. So intuition is of the heart. And it is this ability to apply. It is this precision. It's a different energy than intelligence. So let's use an example. I have a story. I have a story for you to just kind of showcase the difference between intelligence and intellect. So I had a friend who suddenly got this rash. We're talking very big open sores, lots of pain, clothing isn't working, life is uncomfortable, doesn't know where this came from, doesn't know how it got there excruciating pain. This poor girl cannot sleep. She is having difficulty doing daily life activities like showering, just miserable. Okay. Absolutely miserable and very, very obviously in pain. Women, especially women in their young, early twenties, usually don't Slowly walk in, gently carrying their body, like guarding themselves into a doctor's office. Okay. That's like the situation we are dealing with with this person. So I'm bringing my friend to the doctor's office. There's some swabs involved. There's some I don't really know. it could be this, it could be this, it could be this. it could be about ten billion things, but there's no signs or there was nothing indicating specifically what caused it. It was very unknown. It was very like freak accident, freak rash, showing signs of an autoimmune disease. We don't really know what's happening. And they said that the test results will be back in a couple of days. They don't know what's going on. They suggest she go home and just take some ibuprofen. She was writhing in pain. This poor girl could not sleep because of this rash. She'd been up for days. She was staying at my house. And I got into a heated debate around whether or not it was appropriate to prescribe pain medication to this friend of mine she was not a drug seeking individual she was not dependent on anything she's not there saying oh my back hurts give me fentanyl or anything like that she's literally in pain and has just these giant open wounds and she was sweating and crying when you did your swabs it's very obviously in pain but the doctor kept saying that it's just not indicated. They just don't typically prescribe pain medications for skin rashes. It's just not something they typically do. That was the answer over and over and over again. All of my logic, all of my nursing school wisdom, where I say signs and symptoms of pain, verbally said she was a seven, physically sweating, signs of severe pain. And you're saying, no, you're saying it's not, indicated. So this to me is just such a primary example of the difference between intelligence and intellect. Intellect, the doctor was logically right. The system says she knows all the facts. She knows the rules of the system. The rules of the system say that skin rashes don't hurt enough to equal needing pain medications. That's what the intelligence has decided. That is what the system has decided is the correct answer. It's just a skin rash. It doesn't require pain. But if we were actually just present with the person in front of us, we would be able to see the actual signs and symptoms of this person. And we see the indications that pain medication might be helpful. I don't know, if I was a doctor, I would have at least offered her something, even if it's something mild. I don't know, just something, just a step up from your typical ibuprofen. It didn't even have to be like a narcotic or anything, but just something to help her a little bit more. Anyways, I'm rambling at this point, but to me, that was a really big differentiation between intelligence and intellect. I feel like in this world, in the digital course, online creator space, we have so many programs. We have so, 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 so many programs And there's a lot of information. And I think that people will continue to buy more courses and more courses and more courses out of this fear of, I don't have enough information. I need to know more facts. I need to know more facts. I need to know more facts. But knowing all of the facts will not make you more intelligent. Having access to all of the information will not make you more intelligent. It will not make your business grow. Another course on marketing will not make your business grow. What I see is people placing value in knowledge and in facts and not necessarily in the actual transformation that can be created. It's courses that are like, here's my 10-step process and you'll make a million dollars if you follow this 10-step process that is information. That is strategy. That is a fact, right? That is you do these things perfectly. It might work for you. It might not work for you. When people say you're able to create proven results, I feel like that's the standard is that you're able to somehow come up with a five-step process that perfectly approaches everything, but that's an algorithm, right? If we think about the algorithm that was working in the medical situation that I just walked you through, it doesn't always work. If you come up with this algorithm that says skin rashes equals, no, don't give pain medication. That could be the same as me saying, okay, projectors. Yes, you have to have a niche or manifesting generators. No, it doesn't equal niche, but then that's not taking into consideration the person that's in front of me. It's just making some overarching blanket statement rule, which will never be 100%. It will never be 100%. Your rules will never be perfect (laughs) because we are all living in our own dimensions And it's like looking at stars. If we're both looking at the stars and I'm saying, oh my gosh, do you see these stars? Look up at these stars. They're so pretty, but you look up at the sky right now and it's daytime for you and you're in a different location in the world. You are absolutely not gonna be able to see the star that I'm pointing at. Even if I am saying from where I am, it is up and it's like next to the moon and it's a little bit to the right from there then you're like, okay, wait, where's the moon? You might wait for the moon to come up. It's different timing, different situation, different reality. It's just different. The actual skill of intelligence is to be able to utilize the wisdom that you have and take action accordingly. So my business was built not because I had a lot of facts and because I was able to look at my human design and say, because I have these centers here and these gates here and this line here and this gate here and this, that, and the other, that there's a perfect formula for this is my brand. It would be me using human design and saying, according to human design, this is what your brand is. The only brand for Eden Carpenter is X, Y, and Z. It's these very specific words. And then the only things that I am qualified to talk about are this. And then the content pillars that will absolutely work best for me are this. All of that, if I were to make a program like that and create this overly strategized, Here's the information. This is what people are asking for. Is this strategy, step-by-step, tell me the information, tell me the facts, tell me the formula for what I have to do, what's step A, what's step B, what's step C for creating the business that I want to create. That's an agenda that is making a decision from your mind, and that is your mind being in your non-self. That is the wrong direction. The whole point of human design is to get you out of your head and into your body, The whole point of human design is to not trust the system, but to test it out and to learn to trust yourself. The whole point of human design is to learn how to trust yourself more than you trust other people, more than you trust facts and information. The whole point is to be able to make clean, clear, intuitive decisions. That's the whole point. It's an awareness tool to help you see patterns, see yourself, understand things, take a step back. And make an intentional decision. Make a decision, take action from an intentional space. That is what human design is about. When you're using human design to build a business, yes, there are ways that we can look at your chart and say you're more prone to this or you might be more prone to that. However, your personal experience is just such a big factor that we can't use. This intelligence, this knowledge has held so many people back And I just think about the people who've come into my programs, like patterns of prosperity, huge pattern, huge thing that I see in patterns of prosperity. I go through the human design centers and the non-self themes in the centers and how they might relate to money. People come in and they're like, oh my God, this resonates so much with me, or this doesn't resonate with me, whatever. They say yes, they say no. But what really gets me is when People say, this really resonates with me, but my chart says this, so what's wrong with me? Then they use that as an excuse to not just take action. Their body is saying, this resonates with me. A solution has been given to them, an option of like, hey, shift this, has been presented to them, and they're still not trusting themselves. They're in their mind, and they're saying, oh, but the information says this might be wrong. So that is an improper use of intelligence. That to me is using information to interfere with your intuition. And that is not intelligence. Intelligence never uses facts to interfere with intuition. It may deny facts. It may go against facts. It may say things like, this may not make logical sense. This may make it seem like I am kind of a crazy person, but I'm going to do it anyways but it will not use facts to go against your intuition. So the truth resonates. Your body has this intuitive ability to just know what is and is not right. I feel like I have played a major part in contributing to this human design, like you have to know the facts thing. And I think that I've also contributed to slowing people down and slowing down the transformation, the results that I am able to help people have. I've slowed down the impact that I can have by adding the mind into the process. So right now it is, I know a lot of answers. I know what you're doing wrong. I can help you. But you have to come into my world and learn human design. Then, from human design, you will discern what information resonates with you, what doesn't resonate with you. You might get confused about this, you might get confused about that. Some of it's for you, some of it's not for you. There's shapes, it's a whole new language. But if you survive the trial of learning human design, you'll feel really understood along the way. And then, once you have memorized all of the facts and all of the information, you will feel confident enough to. Know how to navigate your business and your life. And that's too much. I think that that is the path that my current offers kind of put people on because it was me wanting to learn all of the facts and me wanting to be thorough and me wanting to make sure this information was available. I'm so proud of myself for doing that. And I'm also now seeing that in the process of making that information so readily available, I have also contributed to confusing people around what it looks like to really be using your human design. It's not this number here says this, therefore my branding has these colors. It is... My intuition is saying this, even though the logic says this, I'm going to trust this because I just know that that's the kind of person that I am when I choose to believe that that's a part of my nature and not just me being crazy. It's the ability to change your perspective, but not necessarily a map for the actions that you have to take or that will be correct or incorrect for you. So my intention moving forward is to not overwhelm people with information. My solution to being inclusive, I've been trying to make sure that information is applicable to a lot of people. That's been my intention for a long time is to be inclusive and make sure that everything I say resonates with everybody What I've noticed is I get these ideas for a concept or this or that or the other, and it comes through and it resonates and it's strong. And I'm like, Ooh, I want to share this. And then I say, okay, but is this true for everyone? And I start thinking about human design and I start thinking about every single type and every single channel and every single this. And if I can find a situation where it's not true, I then shift my perspective and I try and restructure the concept and tear it apart until it no longer resembles the initial powerful piece of information that just came through. Because I'm essentially saying I have to lay it out for people and say, this is correct for you. If X, Y, and Z, I'm trying to get ahead of the questions because I feel like people are going to ask, Is this applicable for defined or undefined centers? I resonate with this, but my centers are defined here and it's undefined there. Or just this mistrust and this confusion and this panic that is created when information is made available. There's been this fear of creating that panic and this fear of Having people come up to me and say, I resonate with this, but I don't know how to trust myself. I think that I got frustrated of having that conversation so much that I responded to it. And I started trying to ingrain in my process, like this is conditioning, right? Like, oh, I get frustrated. How do I lean away from the frustration? How do I avoid the frustration? what do I have to do to make the frustration not there? Oh, I build it into my process where if I sense that if I'm about to share something and it might cause frustration later, I just don't do the thing and I never cause the frustration. (laughs) So it's caused me to slow my process down, nitpick my content, so much to where I hardly publish a fraction of the content that I could be publishing and I over strategize it. So I'm over strategizing it. I've been making other people over strategize it. My intention is to share the information and the wisdom that I have found from human design and just trust that it's going to resonate with some people and it's not going to resonate with other people. And I don't have to worry about explaining who it's for, who it's not for. I don't have to take on that responsibility. I don't have to take on the responsibility of trying to explain to people how to read their human design chart in order to figure out if this piece of advice is for them or not for them. I just want people to trust themselves. And so if I just share the wisdom, I share the insights, and if it resonates with you, it resonates with you. And that's a lesson that you needed to know at that point. I get to support people in just making intuitive decisions and trusting their intuition. I get to create an environment where that is available to them. I get to speak to the deepest, darkest parts of us still. I get to speak to the patterns and I get to still see and say the things that make people say like, oh my God, you are literally in my head. You're reading my soul. How did you know that? That just resonates so much with me. I've never felt so seen. Oh my God, I feel like I'm not crazy for the first time in forever. You see me, you understand me, you get me. I can have that effect without any of the confusion of trying to get people to understand human design or translate human design. You don't have to know human design for you to benefit from the wisdom that I have learned from this system. That is it, right? I want to be able to create content. And I think there's also people in the human design community that need to see how to apply this information, how to work with it, how to weave it into your content, into the lessons that you're creating without just overly teaching it without just sharing facts, without just saying, this is the way that I operate. If these are facts, that's the shadow of gate 62. I have that gate. I have that shadow. That shadow has been present in my experience. There are times where I Use information and I get distracted by information by trying to find all of the facts and by trying to know everything that I ignore the intelligence that's actually there, the intuitive ability to just know what to apply when and where That. I have, and they don't need to know everything to have access to that intuition. I think that's the major key. That's the major thing. You don't have to know all of the things and have everything memorized in order to be intelligent enough to pull forward the pieces of information that make sense and that are relevant. Let's wrap this podcast up. <laughs> I am retiring my courses because I feel like it's a lot of intelligence It's a lot of information, but I think that there's a way where I can teach what I want to be teaching without the confusion that I think some of my courses have created. Now, not everyone has been confused by my courses. This is just me refining my process and wanting to become perfect because I have extremely high standards and I have the gate of perfection in my chart several times and I'm very judgmental of myself. So why not be judgmental and have high standards, but you benefit from my high standards. I want everyone to really benefit from the content and I want it to be more precise and I want it to be more refined in order to do that. I'm going to be really bold and really brave and delete everything so that when I do introduce these topics, when I do have these conversations, when I just share the wisdom, the way that I want to just share the wisdom so they can just resonate. It's clean, it's clear, it's potent, and it can resonate with who it resonates with. And it doesn't have to resonate with who it doesn't resonate with, but I don't have to try and mentally show people how to figure out if it will resonate or if it won't resonate. That's the goal is to just be helpful and not confuse people, not make people feel like they have to learn all of the human design facts in order to benefit from the information that's available to them. And I want to be an example for people in the human design community to see what it looks like if you... Apply the information and share what you learn without teaching human design. I feel like there's room for growth with the system in ways that don't involve you just creating a certification, creating more information, sharing your perspective, teaching it. Yes, if you're called to that, absolutely do that. But I also believe that not everyone is designed for that. And I think that there's different examples. I feel like I'm saying the same thing over and over again. There's different pictures and I still feel like I haven't quite explained it, but that's just where we are in this journey. It's still evolving. It's still unfolding. And eventually you will see what I'm trying to create. You'll feel it. You'll experience it. You'll get it. But we're still in the initial phases where I'm just sharing my vision. I'm informing. I'm telling you what's coming. I'm telling you what's happening And if you're interested enough, if it kind of makes sense, you'll come along. And if not, you will move on and you'll stop resonating with my work. It'll just end here. And that's completely fine. Thank you for listening. That is my update for you of what's happening. We're going to be focused more on creating resources that are actually going to help you apply your design and focus on that decision-making process and teaching the skill of intelligence. It's like, can I create games that help you develop the skill of intelligence that's what my goal is not necessarily to teach you all about human design but I want to create games and resources that help you develop that skill of intelligence whether you learn human design or not that's my goal yes that's it that's the best way I've been able to describe it so I'm going to leave this podcast with that thank you for listening I will see you in the next episode